Italian Wine Podcast. Chin Chin with Italian Wine People. Hello, this is the Italian Wine Podcast. My name is Monty Wood and my guest today is Valentina Bona and Valentina's family winery is called Marchesi di Barolo. So you are Mar- are you a, are you a Marquess? Do you have a title? Are you titled? Not really. <laughs> uh, that's a yes. yes. Yeah, but I've always been told that work gives you a title, so we work a lot, let's say this. <laughs> okay, uh, that was a very diplomatic answer. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the family winery, because you're very big producers, very important producers in Barolo. I would say very historic. First of all, Marchese di Barolo was the first winery founded where Barolo was born and made as the dry and still wine that we know nowadays, back in the 1800s. And this happened because a beautiful and very intelligent woman, the Marquise of Barolo, she was a noble one. And she got married actually to the Marquis of Barolo. She was a French noble woman that arrived in Italy because she got married to her husband who was living in the castle of so Barolo. That was when this part of Italy was part of Savoy, is that right? It was exactly. Part of... It wasn't Italy yet. Italy yeah. was not unified as one country. That but you feel very later. Italian, you don't feel French. I feel very Italian. Even if I should say that in Piemont we have kind of a French influence and I find that in the wines as well. There is a nice parallelism between okay. Barolo and Burgundy. Okay, so tell me about how, you know, you mentioned you're a very large producer, big producer, you know, very influential producers. Tell me a little bit about your, where are your vineyards, how much wine do you make in your main markets? Well, Marchese di Barolo, it's, uh, it's still a family business, first of all, and we produce all the very typical varietals and wines from Piemont. Such as? So, of course, Arnese, coming from Roero, Barbera, Dolcetto, which are more of the everyday typical wines, and, of course, all the different uh, expressions of Nebbiolo, such as Barbaresco, Nebbiolo Lange and Barolo, of course. So just a basic question, what's the difference between a Nebbiolo Lange and a Barolo? They're both made from the same grape varieties? It is the same variety, a Nebbiolo, the main variety, because in Lange Nebbiolo you can actually blend a little bit of Barbera or other grapes typical from Lange as well. Do you do that in your Nebbiolo and your Lange wine or not? In our Lange Nebbiolo we have a little percentage of Barbera and that's a very new wine that just was bottled uh, last month. So it's the first time that we are going to show it just in Italy. I'm quite excited. So for the style of your Barolo, are you very traditional? Do you use barrels, uh, large oak vats when you're aging the wine? Our barrels range size goes from small barrique all the way up to 185 hectolitres. So huge uh, Slavonian barrels, quite old, around six years old, 65 years old. And we also have barrels that are 200 years old. Which 200 years old? 200. That my dad had restored around 25 years ago now that we still use for making our wines today. It is very old wood, we believe it's Italian wood, and of course that is very neutral, so the wine will spend uh, the final time for for the aging. So why did your dad do that? Was he looking for tradition, or did he just say, oh, I can't be bothered to spend more money on barrels, and I don't see if I can you know, recycle these old oak vats that probably date from the French times? Well, it is a pity to throw away what you can still use today, so even if it was a big effort to make them useful again, because they were very old and very delicate, so it was a long and delicate process to clean them up. It was definitely beneficial for the aim that our winery has, which is to continue the tradition of the Marchese di Barolo and to continue producing Barolo in the most classic way, representing the different terras of our beautiful land. So not necessarily using just one or the other type of oak, but representing the terra. That's our main focus. So you're modern in outlook, but traditionalist in application. I would say that we are in between modernism and 
tradition. We are traditionists that look in an innovative way. That's how I would describe us because For example, for our wines, we do use a little bit of barrique at the beginning of the aging, but all of the wines would finish their aging in big Slavonian oak. Other wines will just age in big Slavonian oak. So it really depends on where the grape is sourced from. Okay, next question is about the market. Obviously, Barolo is a, is a highly sought-after wine and prices for the best wines, the top-scoring wines have become quite out of the reach of everyday drinkers. How do you see that? Do you think that's a bit of a shame? And there's nothing you can do about it. It's the market, right? No, it's just the market. And I still think that it's fair, the prices that Barolo have on an average range, of course. Then you have the outsiders, but those are also beneficial to the market because people are starting to pay attention to the wines that we're making in our area, which require a lot of time, a lot of investment, because they can't come out of the cellar after one year. They need to age there for a little while. And our land is becoming crazy expensive. So it's good that people are realizing this. On the other side, I think that it's a little bit of a pity because wine is made, in my opinion, to be enjoyed. So we should just pop these bottles and enjoy them as more as we can. And good food matches? Give me a couple of examples. When you go home after a long day, selling, talking about your family, and you have to have a glass of, uh, say, Barolo or just any of your wines, what are, you, what are some ideal matches, food and wine? Well, Piemontese cuisine is very rich in with different flavors. I think that tallerine are still my favorite um, pasta dish in order to, to match our wines. And They're made with exactly? a lot of yolks. Uh, it's handmade pasta, around 40 yolks per each kilo of flour. 40 egg yolks per kilo of flour. Uh, yes. So it gives a very yellow pasta, right? It's actually quite white because you have to uh, you have to work on it quite a bit. So are you good at doing takes, that? Well, I, I enjoy it. I'm not the best, but maybe the others don't enjoy when I do it, but it's fun. <laughs> So it's a very th- is it a very thin pasta? Very thin, and very what, thin and delicate. And what is the typical sauce that goes on that? You usually have them either with ragu or you have them plain with uh, butter and sage and some tortufo bianco. Right, so a ragu would be a meat-based sauce with yes. or without tomato? With tomato. And the typical meat would be? Beef. Our fasona beef, uh, which is a very lean, lean. Thank you very much. Very mm. lean beef that grows in breed that grow that is in Piemonte. And then, do you do you make um, Arnais uh, white wine from the Arnais variety? Yes. And what does that taste like, and what is a good food match for that? Arnais, first of all, means little rascal. So, as any little rascal is difficult to explain, it is a white wine with a red wine personality because it's very creamy and rich. It's beautiful. It's a wine that you can enjoy with many different kinds of food. Just tell me about the Arnis. What does it taste like? Typical flavors. A little bit of licorice, chamomile flower, banana. So it's sweetened notes, but on a dry wine. And a good food pairing? Rabbit, I think is the best pairing. Very decisive answer. Very decisive, yes. And uh, are you good at cooking things like rabbit? I'm not really good at cooking. Are you good at I shooting did, them? I'm better shooting them and definitely at eating them. Did you have a yes. pet one when you were small? No. Okay. No, no, no. Well, that's okay. <laughs> it's not an affection thing. Right, okay. You're, running, you're now running the winery. I know your dad is still around, but you're running the winery with... Uh, your brother Davide and that's it well it's still actually all the four of us my mom my dad are still very involved and my brother and I are little by little taking over and learning from them do you all get on is it is it very stressful working with your mom and dad it's super stressful really it's super stressful you should hear what they say about you yeah, no well I think they say the same thing but it's also beautiful it's stressful but beautiful is it more about time to... management and um or is it just is it or do you have like really big differences of opinion very different 
opinions. But on the same side, then you realize that you're saying two different things, but for just one aim, and that's when the better result is reached. Talk about your dad. He's quite. He's. He's. I mean, he's a. I don't know how old he is, but he. he when we were talking, he was like a teenager. Well, he's very teenager. He is, inside, isn't he? Yes, very alive. A lot of the new ideas that we have at the winery they're actually coming from him. Well, he should stick around. He should get rid of his children and just say, right, you know what, you guys are useless. You know? We should stick he's, with him. He's coming up with all the learn. ideas. You know, you're just thinking about rabbit and pasta and things like that, and good life. You know, it's better to enjoy it now. And your mum? My mum is a very strong woman. She's a toughie. Very tough. I made her, met her very as well. Tough. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure you yeah. did. <laughs> Handshake. She almost when I shook her hand, she almost took my hand off. Yes. Yeah, right. That's yeah. really her. That's your mum. You will you're see different. her around today. You're more cuddly than. Uh, little by little. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right, Valentina. Uh, what a really nice to talk to you. Your brother's like he's in the he studio. He doesn't agree. He doesn't agree, but he doesn't want. He didn't want to speak. So go on. Give us a very quick comment. Go on. Very okay. Quick. Introduce yourself very quickly. <laughs> What's your name? Do you yeah. remember your name? <laughs> no, no. I, I understand it. That's, uh, my name is uh, David Abona, and uh, are you all, who, are you, between the two of you, who's the eldest? She's right. Okay. <laughs> and your role? My role now is I'm the fine. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So you're just a, a time waster. Just a, okay. All right. Well, that, well, that was great. You, your, your moment at fame is now past. I'm afraid. In, in the future. <laughs> okay. All right. No, I'm sure you'll do something. You, what did you study? You studied marketing. Did no, you? I'm now I'm I'm studying languages, Chinese, English, and also. Um, um, economic subject. So basically, the the family idea is to you learn Chinese, Mandarin, and you go yeah. live in China. I've been with my mom in in Asia, and uh, I've been in in Japan. So I have to go there again, and uh, I really want to to visit also China. So, but your so, job is basically like a long holiday. Isn't yeah. It? Just <laughs> yeah. So right, we want to see it here. at this moment. All right, so, all right. Well, thanks a lot, David. I did study winemaking and enology yeah. in high school. When uh, I was attending uh, high school, I I study enology at uh, at Alba. It was a very very um, fun. Uh, uh, high school because uh, I really uh, <laughs> didn't do, do, do much study. No, no I study. I, I study. I, I study very much. I really, really enjoy that time because because uh, you're having lots of fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, what? Valentina Bono, thank you very much for telling us about the Marchese di Barolo winery and also the fascinating detail about those um, several hundred-year-old wooden vats. I didn't know that. Two hundred years old. All right, Not okay. Well, two hundred years old. Oh. I mean, that's, that's you know goes back so almost to the French Revolution. So that's pretty good. Thanks a lot, Valentina, and um, I'll come and visit you in Piemonte, and we can try some of that tagliarin. Perfecto, and rabbit. And rabbit. You can have tagliarin with rabbit ragu as well. Now, you, will you make one for me? I'm not sure you want me to go, but well, I can try, yes. All right, we'll try, okay. So if if, um, if I don't come back, it means I've got food poisoning or something, okay. And no one else will come. And no one else will know. Okay. Very bad advertisement. Okay, thanks a lot, Valentina. Great to Thank meet you. you. Same. Thank you very much. Follow Italian Wine Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. 